And uh, she told me that she was taken uh, by beautiful ladies, three of them, long-haired, beautiful ladies dressed in white. They are often described as dressed in white or dressed in black or sometimes dressed in green, but hers are in white. And if she refused to obey them, to transmit messages, to fall into trance and come visit them and go, go with them, up in the mountains, up in these beautiful pastures and so forth. She, they are going to punish her. And she said they punished her. For instance, uh, she, ha she had black marks on her hands and uh, she, she could not move her le limbs, legs. Uh, she was partially paralyzed or beaten up. Hello and welcome to the Spirit Box podcast, where we explore folklore, magic, the world of the spirits and everything in between. What you just heard is a recording of a fairy seer from rural Serbia calling her fairy sisters to her while she's in deep trance. Today we are joined by the documentary maker who recorded this extraordinary and extremely rare event. Dr. Maria Vojvod is an ethnologist and anthropologist from Serbia with an interest in visual anthropology. Today we discuss the subject of one of her short documentary films and the accompanying paper the fairy seer of Eastern Serbia. Now, the fairy seers of Southeastern Europe are usually women who fall into trance through dancing on special days in, a, in the year and are able to communicate with women-like creatures from the supernatural world. During the process of communication with the fairies, the fairy seers can prophesize future events. The fairy seers can also bring messages to the living on behalf of their deceased relatives. Similarly, they can give advice on how to heal an individual or they can proceed to the treatment of an of an ill individual after consulting uh, with the fairies. These illnesses are usually a form of fairy illness, a disorder which has its origins in a curse or a spell of the human offended fairies. The subject of the film and today's conversation is Ivanka. Now Ivanka is a Vash woman uh, from Eastern Serbia. She sees her, she's seen her sisters since her early twenties and is able to communicate with them on three exact days of the Christian Orthodox calendar. Epiphany, Palm Sunday and St. Peter's Day. The trance you've just listened to, and we'll hear in more depth in the show, was Ivanka's last. In the Plus show, we discussed Dr. Vivod's own remarkable consultation with the fairy seer and uh, the impact it had on her. We also discussed the interesting funeral rites of the Vash people and the views of the relationships with the spirits of the dead. Dr. Vivoid explains the process of curse removal through a process of melting fear and an extraordinary rite called a black wedding, wherein the young who have passed before their time are symbolically married here so they can be wed on the other side. Now, if you'd like to hear the plus show, you know how to do so. Follow the link to the Patreon below and you can get the access to this plus show and all the other archives. But before we start, I'd like to thank my ANC members, Ikaro, William O, Robert W, Roland B, Steph, Tim, Tao, Wei, Pamela, Michelle, Merrily, Marco, Jen, Hannah, Flora, Eric, Desiree, Austin, Ali, Carrie S, Brennan, Tyler, and Madeline. Thank you all for your support. It's greatly, greatly appreciated. 
Now, if you'd like to support the show, Patreon is a new thing, then feel free to buy me a coffee via the link in the show notes, or you can give me a positive review. Every five-star rating helps to grease the old algorithmic wheels. Now, I'm always interested in people's experiences with the other from hauntings to shadow people, so if you have a story to tell, you know the drill there too. Right, let's get on with the show. Dr. Maria Vivoid, you're very welcome to the Spirit Box. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. Um, so we, you're 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 uh, you're currently in Serbia uh, at the moment and uh, dialing dialing in um, from from home, which I think is probably apt for some of the territory we're going to explore today. Um, so I think to to help give some some context to the listeners, uh, I saw your work um, online and reached out to you, and you very kindly agreed to to talk to me and come on the show. Um, so. Sp- Specifically, uh, your work with um, documenting the the fairy seer in um, in in Serbia and that that culture. Um, so, could you give you an introduction to yourself and and your work specifically in the area of, of visual anthropology and ethnography that you do? Thank you. So, I am a freelance uh, researcher in social sciences. And I defended my thesis in France, uh, but uh, considering how the market of employment uh, is in social sciences, I had no other opportunity than to la- uh, to start working on short and long-term uh, contracts. Uh, my thesis was about ethno uh, ethnomedicine in the region where I was born in Vojvodina. And uh, uh, for a while, I worked on these topics related to ethnomedical practices, like folklore medicine and so so forth. However, with time, I was pushed uh, toward other topics, mainly peace and conflict research, uh, research of crime, paramilitaries, and so forth. But I somehow I always drifted back to 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 my initial topic, which was ethnomedical practices. Uh, And a couple of years back in 2014, uh, I was invited to work on a a great project, uh, which was financed financed by the European Union called the Seventh Framework uh, Program. And it was led in the University of Pech uh, in Southern Hungary by a very famous lady called Eva Poch. She's actually the so-called fairy lady because she has uh, tons of uh, research papers on uh, fairies and sorcerers and witches in uh, Central Europe. And she invited me because she needed a person who can speak uh, also Hungarian and Serbian at the same time and who can do work in, uh, in the Balkans and be able to publish later in Hungarian or to, to uh, give lectures in Hungarian and so forth, because the main language uh, of the project was, among others, also Hungarian. So I was asked uh, what I intend to do and what I intend to uh, research, and I didn't know exactly what I'm going to, uh, because I had, uh, I had the liberty to choose, and usually when people have the liberty to choose, they, they are stuck for a while, you know, too much, uh, too much choice. 
However, I was thinking maybe I should do some research about the so-called fairy trees, which are still customs in uh, certain parts of uh, central Serbia. These are trees uh, usually uh, outside of a village where people leave uh, any kind of objects. Uh, for instance, they um, put some um, uh, ribbons on it, flowers on it, uh, fruits on it, or in the vicinity, or even candles and so forth. There is a belief uh, uh, across the Balkans, not only in Serbia, but the, across the South Slavic population, uh, that uh, uh, fairies like to gather in uh, some nice place, usually outside the human habitation, uh, in the open, and usually they pick the most wonderful tree and they dance around, they have their gatherings around, and these trees are to be avoided. And if someone stumbles on a problem or has a problem, uh, they say that he or she stumbled in the so-called fairy, fairy circle or a fairy dance. So people like to, because the fairies are not always good, they can be uh, evil too. So this is the cross, like, uh, cross line between uh, um, uh, the witches or the fairies from the Eastern or Central Europe and Western Europe. Uh, when you say fairy in Western Europe, you usually imagine a little creature, very nice and very kind. But in the Balkans, they are ambiguous. So uh, people leave uh, presents in order to, to, uh, to please the fairies. So I started looking up for these trees, started looking where I can find, maybe even to document them. When I stumbled on, um, uh, on a video by a local ethnographer uh, in uh, Eastern Serbia from the Vlach minority. And he was, the video was showing a woman falling into trance. And although I did not know the word, how she's called, because the fairies here is my term, it's my umbrella term to cover all these different uh, names and appellations across uh, the Balkans, I, I knew that I stumbled on something very precious, which was declared uh, about 50, 60 years ago as a passing or a phenomenon or a phenomenon, a phenomenon that will was to be, was to disappear. So this is how I started uh, looking into it. Uh, parallelly, I have also helped translate a book uh, from uh, Croatian to Hungarian for the purposes for the project of Madam Miss, Mrs. Eva Poch. Uh, the book is uh, by Zoran Cica, who is a Croat. Um, ethnologist, and he is actually doing work uh, in this book uh, about this uh, person who fell into trance and uh, can communicate with the uh, creatures from the netherworld or the other world. And uh, Zoran Chicha is tackling the problem uh, in a historical way. So he, uh, he takes historical documents from witch trials and he elaborates on the topic through time and uh, century, but also through uh, geography, because he, because he covers most of the, not only Croatia, but also the Slavic uh, population across the Balkans. So immediately when I saw the video about the Shoimanka, 
as it as it is called uh, in a Lach language, Lach language. I recognized that uh, it is the same phenomenon, but due to probably linguistic uh, problems, um, it was uh, it was uh, somehow left behind or didn't. It was not found. Um, thank you for for giving us the background on that. Some my my ears uh, pricked up when you said fairy tree um, because they, they, we have the exact same thing in in Ireland. Um, we call them uh, clouty trees, and it's the same thing. You have like a, a ribbons or, or material tied to the tree, or sometimes they push uh, coins into the tree. Um, all of it, and 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 equally, it's. Um, it's the white thorn tree that is a particular tree um, that is seen to be the one that is uh, people are, are are very nervous around. So if it's a if it's a single tree by itself on the landscape, that's that's a fairy tree. Um, but there was a famous case in the late nineties where there was a motorway being built in the west of Ireland, and. Um, they ended up having to divert the motorway around the fairy tree uh, because there was uh, a lot of local people went absolutely, uh, you know, crazy about it. Don't go near the tree. Um, so it's, 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 it's lovely to hear that that's a living tradition elsewhere in, in Europe. Um, so thank you for giving that, um, that, that background. And, and, and you mentioned uh, the, the, the Vash people. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Flach, flach. Flach, flach. They are uh, they are across the Balkans. They are not Slavic right. uh, population. They speak a dialect, a Romanian dialect that makes them a neo-Latin a linguistic group. So okay. their language is different, and that makes a, uh, makes a problem. And if you mm-hmm. remind me later, I will provide you with an example how it can be tricky to translate from the black uh, a concept uh, which can actually determine the whole field of research mm-hmm. uh, later on. Okay. So you. that is why I opted to, to yeah. use the term uh, to avoid mm-hmm. ambiguities and these mm-hmm. linguistic problems. Okay. So in, in terms of the, of the film, so you saw the, the, uh, the footage on, on YouTube and then you went out to pursue um, um, making the film and, and, and documenting uh, the, the uh, phenomenon. It didn't start like that, you know. For, for uh, first, okay. when I when I saw the video, I was like, oh, oh, this this can't be. I I read uh, papers uh, about the, the phenomenon, and I read it uh, how it's going to pass, and I recognized the the chanting, her chanting about uh, going up with her sisters and the rap. Uh, from his by her sisters and the, the, the these invisible female creatures, and I could not believe. You know, it was too good mm. to be true. <laughs> so why someone who like I would stumble on that? But but you know, God uh, God likes uh, crazy people. So I presume that that was the intent to throw away some gem like that to me. So I packed in the headquarters back uh, yeah. in Pech, because Pech is not in the vicinity. So it's about 200 kilometers, 250 kilometers from here. So I contacted the, 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 the headquarters and I asked my boss what, what is to be done. Mm-hmm. And she said that, that can't be, you know, this is like something very archaic it is uh, disappeared blah blah and can you can you contact the lady in question so first i found the guy 
who made the video. Uh, it turned out that he for, he was working for a local museum in Leidenbeck Ethnographic, so he's an excellent ethnographer, and he's a member of the Vlach community. And he speaks the language, and he knows about it. He was contacted by several Serbian ethnographers, but unfortunately, no one published in English. Or if they did, it remained without an echo. Then he said, uh, explained uh, where the lady is, the village, and so forth. And he helped me estab to establish a contact with her, an initial contact uh, uh, through her mobile phone, and uh, a contact with a family who lives in another village in the vicinity uh, who uh, accepted uh, me and my crew, meaning my driver slash photographer and bodyguard and everything, because I didn't. I didn't have the funds, enough funds to do more research. And he also explained to me that the lady fells only two times uh, or one time uh, per year in trance. So she doesn't pick the date. And it's usually before uh, Orthodox, uh, the Serbian um, Christian Orthodox Easter, one week before Easter. And luckily, that was about two or three weeks before I, I was uh, I was prepared. perfect, fantastic. Yeah, that yeah, it's a lucky, lucky, lucky mm. thing. And what it turned out to be also her last falling into trance that too. So I was lucky. <laughs> I was lucky three wow. times. And it turned out to be that she's not speaking very very well Vlach, uh, Serbian. She's speaking uh, Vlach. And she has a lot of difficulties to express herself in Serbian. But locally, considering that I speak French and I taught for a while Latin, mm -hmm. I was able to communicate with her more or less. Okay. So we agreed that I'm going to come and I'm going to film everything. So I again contacted the headquarters back in Hungary. They said that I, I will be paid for the expenses, but only a limited amount. So I had to do what I had to do with the means I had. So I packed my bags and I found a guy, uh, a friend of mine, who is a professional driver and a bodyguard. And uh, it turned out to be he's a pretty good cameraman, although he's not a professional. And I explained to him what he's to do. And we set up to found the, find the village. And we traveled about uh, three, four hours before we reached the village uh, of our host. And the guy uh, who, who has this, the rooms for rent, uh, to rent, he's a colleague of this ethnographer. And it turned out to be also big luck because uh, his wife's uh, grandmother was one of the fairy seers. The whole region has the, had or has these women who fell into trance uh, during particular days of okay. the year and can communicate with these creatures, uh, mm -hmm. female creatures. So in terms of the, the fairy series as a whole, um, I, I, in reading through your, your papers, um, you talk about kind of there's an initiation process for the, the women there. They get uh, chosen. They go through a kind of an initiation um, ordeal or experience. Um, can you give us a little bit of context to what are the what are the kind of the identifying um, commonalities or, or consistent things that, that um, identify a fairy seer? 
So uh, in the literature, there is not much about it. They're usually um, uh, described as uh, females, uh, women, and uh, usually they can be um, married or unmarried or even widows. They are described as women having still their periods, although in some cases there are women in menopause. But in my experience, these are women uh, who have some uh, special social status. So, for instance, I have met two of them, and I heard about the third one, which was not ready yet. So the two women I have met, uh, one was an orphan and was uh, married uh, very, very early on, and she never knew her father. And she was beaten by her uh, mother-in-law. And uh, as, when she, she got married, or just before she got married, she started falling. And she was, they used the expression falling, falling down, falling. So they're often called in Serbian padalica, the one who, who fell. And she was falling uh, sometime up to 44 uh, days in a year, which coincide, coincided almost uh, with the uh, Vlach uh, Christian Orthodox calendar, which is a mimetic uh, copy of a traditional calendar, pre-Christian calendar, because uh, they have a, you know, sometimes these calendars touch each other's, but they are different. So according to the Vlach uh, calendar, there are 44 or 49 or 48 uh, big days in a year, big Sundays. And she was failing almost on all of them. And um, she had a good marriage and she had a son. And uh, she became famous because, uh, because of her gifts. Uh, while Ivanka, this one I visited the Enfield, uh, she was um, abandoned by her husband. And uh, she was left alone with her mother-in-law and two daughters when she started falling. So it, I presume that there is something traumatic that happens or they are passed somehow. But also there is a belief in the black population that uh, children who are born without, in, uh, outside the wedlock, without a known father, they are very uh, special, they are magical. Right. So uh, their hair or pieces of, uh, of nails can be used as uh, either remedy or uh, an apotropion, it's a Greek word meaning uh, offering protection mm -hmm. or their body parts are uh, special when they die or their touching is special. They are special and they are more, um, more close to the other world. Right. Okay. Also, there is a, there, there is also a belief that the seventh child, the seventh child in our marriage is yeah. a special child and so forth. So my dad's a seventh child. Okay. And, and, and uh, yeah, <laughs> and um, he, he experiences things quite a lot. So it's 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 interesting to hear that's a, a, a part of um, a, a belief in, in your part of, of the world. Um, anyway, I interrupted you. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, please do, because when I start, I don't know when to stop. You know, I <laughs> no, go for it. Go for it. In a direction My... <laughs> and people have a lot of and you know just interrupt me and ask your questions please so um 
So you you get to uh, Ivanka's uh, village. You're, you're just three hours drive there with your your, uh, your driver and bodyguard. That was just a start. That was just a start because okay. it turned out that she's another in another village, but she's not in the village itself, and right. only the village is uh, uh, connected to the main to the main main national road, a small yeah. piece of whatever. So <laughs> we just one bridge. And when you cross the bridge and you enter the village, she is not in that village, but she's above in a farmhouse okay. in the mountain mm. part called the Kulma Topolitsa. So Topolitsa is the village, but you have to go up. Yeah. And we were in, uh, in the month of April, and it turned out that we, we were with our car, meaning the car of my driver, No, there is no way we can go up. So we had to hire a Lada Niva, you know, the most dirtiest possible uh, Land Rover (laughs) (laughs) ever imagined, uh, powerful to, and we needed about 20 minutes going upwards in the mountain, uh, uh, across the mud to, to reach her house. So we did that road trip twice. The day we arrived, immediately to enter in contact with her to speak and ask her uh, uh, permission to film and to be there and the second day to uh, in early in the morning five or six o'clock to be one, among the first to arrive and film the, the event the trance and the consultation so that that was quite a struggle my driver uh, lost it when he saw the mud and everything so he was like oh i can't you know this is too much (laughs) (laughs) i should have known and so forth and what what was terrible actually for me as a professional that uh, my boss said that i can hire a driver but Mm -hmm. i do not have the permission to hire anything beside that so no hiring drivers no hiring motorbikes nothing i was so Excuse me, pardon my French, I was pissed. So I asked, can I hire a helicopter? Because that's about, I don't know, 2,000 meters above the right, sea right. level. I don't know how you expect me to reach that mountain. So she laughed and we, we agreed. So we had to hire another driver and, uh, and a jeep to, to, get, uh, to, do, to go up there. And um, so you, you went up and you, you introduced yourself and came back the, the, the next day. Did, did Ivanka like give you her own account of what happens to her? Does she talk about her experience and how this happened to her? Uh, yes, she was immediately um, eager to talk with me. We left the house. Uh, she showed me the pear tree. It's a tradition. It's usually a pear tree. Uh, when where her rap happened, uh, she told me that one day she was working and suddenly she doesn't remember. It's a usual light motive. She doesn't remember remember anything, and she's up in the pear tree singing, chanting, and her kids kids were terrified, and her mother low did not know how to get her down. And uh, she told me that she was taken. Uh, by beautiful ladies, three of them, long-haired, beautiful ladies dressed in white. They are often described as dressed in white or dressed in black or sometimes dressed in green, but hers are in white. And uh, they just took her up up in the sky and showed her a beautiful parallel world to this one. And uh, she, when she woke up, she was up in the pear tree 
singing and uh, feeling ecstatic. She did not use these words, but she said she was mighty happy. For a while, she tried to avoid the incidents because they kept coming back. But uh, the ladies were cruel. And here comes the, the detail that I uh, told her. She called them vulva, which is in Serbian villa, translated as villa. But vulva is not villa. Villa is fairy in Serbian. Vulva is a demon, actually, a female demon uh, who predicts um, the destiny, future, and brings messages from the netherworld. So, uh, she called them uh, Diana, Sinziana, Maika Prechasa. I asked her the name of them. And she told me that they were unsatisfied with her. And if she refused to obey them, to transmit messages, to fall into trance and come visit them and go, go with them up in the mountains, up in these beautiful pastures and so forth, she, they are going to punish her. And she said, they punished her. For instance, uh, she, ha she had black marks on her hands and uh, she, she could not move her le limbs, legs. Uh, she was partially paralyzed or beaten up. Uh, and the other woman also that I uh, encountered in the village, who was far less reluctant to speak with me, until uh, I appeared in her dreams. And after that, wow. she changed her. <laughs> yes, I, I came to her house because I heard about it. And at first I visited in Ivanka. Mm -hmm. Then I went to visit her, Mil Mila. Her name is Mila. And she was really annoying. She did not want to speak with me. She understood that I'm not a customer. And uh, she was not eager to speak. Uh, next time I went to visit her, she said, you came in my dream and you scared me. I have to speak with you now. You have something on you. you. If I don't speak with you, I will get punished. So, <laughs> so apparently, and I told that detail back home, home uh, in the uh, guest house we were, and the, uh, the mother of, uh, of our host, she said she had it coming. She, if she was disagreeable, she had it coming. She, she deserves that. You did well. Like, like I really did something. Although I, I think I didn't, but who cares, you know? So <laughs> Ivanka told me about these women who are actually pretty cool if they are not, uh, if they are pleased, but they are really, really annoying and punishing if they are not. So they are uh, not kind creatures. They are um, pussy. They can be really terrible. Um, okay. I see. Yeah. They can punish, they can really punish hard, mm -hmm. but then again, they are really good to, to those who obey them or who, who, who are ready to serve them. Uh, there are a lot of myths in the region, not only in those uh, area uh, uh, with, with the black population in Orient Central Serbia, also in Hungary and other parts that these women know how to kidnap men, especially men who play some kind of instrument for their own purpose. They need a music <laughs> They need someone to play music, so they just kidnap some young men usually, and he is to play day and night for days and days. And when, and when he survives, he's usually very sick, exhausted. And if he refuses, he's sick. He has to go back and seek uh, help right. from them. 
Ivanka also treats, uh, yes, uh, that's really interesting. Ivanka mm. treats so-called fairy sicknesses, illnesses. So these are unexplained illnesses. We don't know, uh, we, they don't have a diagnosis. It can be from head itch to just you are, you are unlucky or something you feel unlucky or you, you feel depressed. That's a fairy illness. They bring uh, illness because they, you do, did not please them. So Ivanka is a mediator between that world and this one. So she, she can interpret their uh, desire and their instructions too. That's uh, that's 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 really intriguing. Um, g- going back to the 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 musicians, the instrument, um, uh, the, the the musicians and, and specific instruments. We with the exact same thing in 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 Ireland, where you have famous pipers who play um, um, a particular type of illan pipe in Ireland, and the best ones there was always this idea of they were taken by the fairies and taught the best music and they come back with um songs from from the other world um that is the more complex more beautiful and all, all this kind of stuff um it's really interesting to hear this it's the same stuff that's remarkable really it's usually the piper in mm. these meets it's usually the piper there is yeah. something with you know that instrument which yeah. attracts them and they do not only make them play they also um they also sexually abuse them so so having sex with him so uh, musicians beautiful young boys musicians are particularly in danger traditionally now i did not hear that in the field but i heard uh, another account that muma paduri the mother of forest kidnapped someone and had sex with him same region, uh, a couple of villages south. And the guy instantaneously uh, had an excellent reputation as an excellent lover and uh, very <laughs> desirable <laughs> because Muma Paduri wanted him. So, yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, and Muma Paduri is also one of the, the so-called, what we could ho- uh, call fairies. She's the mother of the forest. So we've gone through the the, the you've, you've touched on 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 um, Ivanka's process of initiation, but you you also outlined um, some other fairy series uh, initiation, and and, and the, there seems to be kind of commonalities in it that that if I recall correctly, some people kind of fall fall down into a a, a space or go up. Yeah. Uh, they fall down yeah. by the. But they go up. They fall up. Right. So it's it's called. They call it. They fall down. But they they go up. And what are the other kind of common factors of an initiation experience? Uh, they fall down, but they go up. Yeah. They meet three women, usually mm-hmm. three women, dressed in white or black or green. Mm-hmm. Uh, these women can be good or bad, mm-hmm. or the same time bad and good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is uh, there a go up in a pear tree. It's usually a pear tree for some reason. I, I long, uh, you know, thought about it, and I think because maybe the pears are seen as a female body. You know, these are okay. So it's mm-hmm. uh, you know the shape like mm-hmm. a like mm-hmm. a, like women are usually okay. Not all, but some of them are yeah. shaped in okay. sense. 
And uh, also there are a lot of saying in, in the Slavic languages for women that they are ripe as a fear or they are beautiful as a fear. Okay. So I think there is some kind of connotation. Okay. The Anglo-Saxon, you say peach, like yeah, mm. peach. Yeah. You're concentrated concentrated on that part of the female body while mm. in the Slavic peach, <laughs> they are concentrated <laughs> down, down, you know, the, uh, the downer part of the body. So it's a peer tree involved, mm. so they are finding themselves on a peer tree. If they do not obey, they get punished and mm. they can enter into the trans state on uh, particular days of uh, of the year. Okay. So these were the, but these are the black black fairies uh, here. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And c- can you describe then the day uh, Ivanka um, went into trance? Yes. So uh, we we got up at uh, four thirty. I didn't sleep at all because I was so excited. Uh, I was uh, scared that we are going to miss something and I know I annoyed as much as I could the driver in order to film and explain to him how the camera works and what he should do and should not do and uh, I forgot to ask him not to um, not to make noises which unfortunately on the original footage it's heard you know he's scratching himself he's uh, making a lot of noise you know breathing heavily it, it happens it happens isn't it yeah uh, so uh, I took one camera and he took the other we entered into the house Ivanka was getting ready she washed her face she had to be clean she did not work with the animals that day they had they have a farm so so a lot so it was her husband who was feeding the animals she was completely dressed in white or more or less white you know white in the village it was very very cold it was april it's up in the mountains you see so it's maybe five degrees celsius much you know that was okay the guests arrived from the the village or the region uh, they were about 10 people uh, her helper was the, her first neighbor. First neighbor came four kilometers from another top of mountain, also a woman, who was there to help her in the house. But when she was ready to re-enter uh, in the house, she asked me. She approached me. So I, I, I first I did not understand, but later when I was looking the footage we made, I understand that she actually wanted me to take her in the house. So she goes out. Uh, Her face is probably, I think it's turned toward east, her body. So um, I regret I did not have a compass to to make sure. And uh, she starts uh, singing, calling them. And she sings and calls and whistles and dances until she reaches the, the, the state of trance. When she is reaching the state of trance, and that can last for hours, four hours, six hours. Luckily, we were there like outside on an hour and a half. She said that it's her last trance because she is now 60, over 60. And the fairies dislike her because she's not, um, uh, she's not, uh, um, she, she's not having her periods anymore. You know, she's not a woman, stick to sense. So she's a clean woman. It, it's called the clean woman. I was also warned that if I menstruate, I should not be there. And the husband told me that 
the fairies recognize and they told, tell her that the unclean woman is there in her vicinity and she will be right away sent away. And I assured them, so I, I was not, and really I was not. So luckily, that was my fourth lock. I was not having my period, so I was allowed to be in the vicinity. So she's dancing, singing intermittently. And when she's entering the, the phase of uh, being there, she describes what she sees. And then the messages from them start to arrive. Messages about misfortune in the region. Who, who is past? Who is there with them? Usually people dead in the year, they go up there. Who is playing the music? What kind of music is played there? Who is playing the music? Uh, and so forth. And when, they are, when she's completely with them, exhausted or in the, already on the other side, she is asked, uh, she asked to be uh, re-entered in the house. She sits in a chair in a room, separate room. Her helper helps her. She's the first who consults. And then one by one, people coming from the village or other region uh, consult her about first for about uh, themselves and then about the, the, the living. So their living relatives send messages. Uh, through the fairies and she's the one who interpret these messages to us okay um and in terms of when you said she's sort of describing what she sees can, can you recall some of that uh for instance she was um she was whistling the laola uh um kind of song that is usually a merry song in the black community and she was whistling and singing the, the, the melody that was played on the other world. And wow. she named the musician too. I did not know him. Uh, I was, I'm not even sure what his name is because my luck is not so good. Mm -hmm. uh, but I distinctly, distinctively remember that she told me that they said that a big misfortune is going to happen. Some beautiful boy is going to be dead in the next couple of months on the road. And he's going to be taken away and so forth. So she's predicting uh, for the region. She's doing some kind of community prediction for the next upcoming year. So that's what she was doing outside on the in front of her house. I took her by her arms to take her in the house. She was completely soaked in um, uh, in sweat. She was dancing, singing. You know, uh, I often hear people. You know, she's doing it for the money. Right. And yeah. who is doing that? Uh, five degrees up in the mountain, it's mm -hmm. difficult to go upstairs. You know, you need an ox and a 
cart, you know, or, or a lot and even to get there mm-hmm. for starters. Secondly, uh, she needs to sink out her lungs each time for hours in order to reach that trance. And her hands, I, I sent the footage to a friend of mine who is an ethnopsychiatrist, and he said that there is a special kind of, um, uh, of a movement of the hands and body which uh, which indicates that the pe- the person is really into in a trance is not himself or herself. So yes, I uh, I I really think that she 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 was not not there. Her body right. was there, but she was not there. That's that's incredible, uh, really incredible. Um, I, I I find I'm so intrigued by the 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 presence of music and melody that the music is is part or or her hymning uh, sorry humming or whistling the the music she can hear is is singing the music part of accessing the other world is that kind of how she communicates so that's how, yeah can you, can you can you talk to that a bit so uh she has her own melody, which is yeah. a melody that is similar to other melodies. But apparently, uh, I ask around, it's her melody with her own lyrics. And these li- lyrics are, uh, she's singing about what, uh, that she's going with her sister up, up in the Kirsch. Later, I found out that there is no Kirsch in the region, but there is a, in another Vlach region uh, up north, a uh, part called Krsh. Uh, Krsh is usually an expression in Slavic, means a lot of stones, you know, a mountain made of stones. Yeah, the karst uh, landscape, the limestone. Yeah. Yes, for instance, yeah. So uh, she's going up in the Krsh and she's with her sisters. She calls them sisters. They call her sisters. And later, Mila, the second, the one who was not nice to me, I also heard her singing calling them this the melody is calling them and mila's song is different she's uh, speaking to them calling them but her melody is a more uh, i was told more like a jalopoika um, more like you uh, people sing on uh, funerals or when they are sad or some some sad event, you know, it's okay. not a happy melody. But Ivanka's song is happy and uh, feast, uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's a festive song. That's fascinating, absolutely fascinating. So, so aside from accessing the other world and then acting as that intermediary between um, these invisible beings and um, and all that goes with it, it. it this role it serves a, a serious function for the community. So, like, uh, what 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 Ivanka uh, does in in terms of like people going there to find out about the year ahead, or or reach uh, reach out to their 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 dead relatives. It's it's like a, a, a is it you is it still a function that exists, or is it very 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 rural? Like, is it over like over even further at the mountains now. Do you think it's still there? Um, uh, I think I detected some kind of uh, community purpose of this yeah. phenomenon. But that's me, you know. Mm. I didn't get answers from the colleagues. Uh, I uh, I was not asked about it. I was not criticized 
for it. Mm-hmm. So I I think they have a, a special kind of a purpose for the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, these are uh, the consultations are private. So right. you cannot know what is said behind the closed door. I see. I can only say uh, about what I heard and what was told to me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and what I heard across the door, because, you know, I, I had kept my ear <laughs> on the door during the consultations. <laughs> Maybe I could catch a word or two. And uh, interestingly, there was a couple from who lives in Austria. And uh, many of the Vlach uh, leave the country and they work abroad. And when they come home, they speak uh, German in order so the people can't understand them. So this young couple discussed uh, their, their, their intimate things in German. And luckily, I understand German. <laughs> so I was eavesdropping. Yeah. So I was eavesdropping. The guy was certain that they are cursed. He right. was cursed because he, he, but he had some love affair with the black girl hmm. and it did not went well. And she, he met this other black girl and apparently they were married or they went abroad and some, something was wrong. I don't know what exactly. But it turned out that the, uh, the, the first blocker, his previous love, cursed him, sent a spell on him. Right. And he, he, he got a confirmation for, from the fairies, and he was really upset. Mm. So I can imagine. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and and in terms of that curse, is that something that Ivanka uh, uh, could help with, or uh, that would be yes, yeah? That's okay, her, that's her area. She told me when I was leaving, and I saw her uh, next year or uh, yeah, a year after or two years after I came back. She told me that that uh, she will not be able to fall into trance anymore, but she will keep uh, lifting up charms and uh, helping people or uh, uh, chasing away the so-called strava, the fear illnesses or illnesses brought from the fairies. So she assured me, she, 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 she wanted me to come back and she wanted me to... to to consult her for that too. And she repeatedly said, I will still be able, I will still be able. So, so you come back if you want to, and we are going to sit, we are going to talk. So yes. yes. Uh, remarkable. Um, there's a, a, a famous uh, Irish healer called Biddy Early. And it, it, it sounds like she's a very similar um, type of person to Ivanka. So, um, but she was, hugely famous in Ireland this is a couple hundred years ago um, but she would treat people with um, bottles of, of water and whatever she was doing with the water people would experience healings from it and the same thing she would help lift curses and, and kind of remove um, uh, fairy, fairy attacks that kind of thing did what did, did, did Ivanka kind of use any particular things like to help lift curses or to, to deal with um, fairy attacks, was there like a, like did she use like I guess the like I just said the the bottles of water or, or anything like that? No, <laughs> not, uh, yeah. not not that day because I I was I was filming her for the trance. 
But uh, I had occasion to film other people, uh, women who treat uh, people against the fairy illnesses or curses. And they use bottled water. So actually this is a so-called living water in which a piece of basil was put. And the person, when returning home, needs to drink it, wash her hair uh, or face or ritually, you know, spring it around the house and so forth. That process is usually called the melting of the fear because it's believed that the fear is like a demon who enters the body and overtakes it with time. You know, you get scared from a car crash and slowly the demon grows in you until it consumes you completely. So you have to get rid of it. How do you get rid of it? You go to see to a, a bialista, a, a charmer, a local charmer, and almost every village has one, if not almost one, every village, every second village has one. And she melts lead and she tells you from the form, shape of the lead. And this can be done any day of the, uh, of the, of the week. There are no special days. Uh, there are more uh, better days than usual. These are the tonic days. Uh, it's Tuesday or Thursday, for instance, because Monday is the beginning of the week. That is the that women pick these days and they are melting fear, melting the lead. And from the shape of the lead, they tell you that your fear is from, I don't know, car crash, an evil dog who beat you once, or I don't know, your ex-wife or whatever. So <laughs> I'm joking, but usually they pick some kind of... Uh, and you have to get rid of, of that piece of lead by throwing it on a crossroad or across the bridge, not looking at it and telling a verse, you know, I am getting rid of you or don't come back and the one who picks you will get you. Or, you know, there are several traditions, several sayings, or there are prayers too, because often they combine Christianity some apocryphal prayer with, with this uh, procedure. And then they give you bottle, and usually there is a branch of basil. Basil is very important for the South Slavic population. It is believed that it uh, contains magical, but also healing um, characteristics. And with that water, then you wash your face, you drink it lit, um, uh, uh, three days along, or you have to wear your underwear upside down and so forth the inside out underwear is really interesting because um again in in my country people turn their jacket inside out to stop fairies tricking them you know if they get a pixie lead um but yeah that was that was uh that's an interesting detail <laughs> uh, i was you know, there is a saying that wear your underwear upside down so so that's that's basically it. um if people want to find out more about your work or your material um where's the best place for them to to find you uh academia edu the page uh, yeah. uh because i usually as soon as it's mm -hmm. something is published I, I put online because um mm -hmm. you know in my area of expertise uh, we are very happy if we find someone who wants actually to read it because yeah. most of the stuff is written boringly but that's the discipline that that's yeah. 
the way we have to publish it. And also, there are not many people working on the similar topics. So it's like dropping a bottle in the ocean. Right. When you put something online, you hope that you're going to meet a colleague or someone who working, works on the topic, who is working also on the topic, and you can exchange information. So... Yes, that's the most, uh, Fantastic. That's the best way to contact, yes. Fantastic. Um, uh, so I will share the link to uh, your academia.net uh, profile and to the, the film we've discussed. Um, uh, so, uh, by the way, I, the, some of the photography is fantastic. The, 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 the main image you use is a remarkable image. Um, really, really great photo. Um, so we will wrap up there thank you so much for your time i really really appreciate it. it's it been a pleasure talking to you and I, i've really enjoyed um, listening to you pleasure uh, it's always a pleasure to talk about, about it it's uh, amazing that people are interested for this topic too uh, they would be even more amazed if they have seen things that i I've seen and if they would uh, be able to calm down and witness uh, them for themselves to in Eastern Serbia. Yeah, yeah. That would be nice. yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Vivoid. I really appreciate your time. Uh, it was awesome to have you on the show. Uh, for those of you who want to find out about Marie, more about Maria's work, the links are in the show notes. If you want to see the film, the links are also in the show notes. So do go check that out. Uh, that, that was an absolute pleasure. I really, really felt that I was watching or seeing something akin to or very similar to what the fairy doctors would have been like in... Um, 18th century Ireland really really, remember, really remarkable stuff okay right we're going to wrap up there thank you so much for listening as always take care and talk soon bye